episode of NerdCon 1's The Disney Update. My name's Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I am also a travel planner specializing in Disney destinations for an earmarked travel planning company. This episode is brought to you by hashtag RazorStreamer as well as Anchor.fm, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Disney today. So really what happens with these shows is right off the bat we uh, go right into the uh, the update part of the show which is just giving you guys an idea of what's going on in the Disney properties as well as the other Disney parks and cruise lines um, so the biggest news that I have this week which is something I am super super excited about uh, I've built a few lightsabers myself but as of today which is September 20th guests will be able to craft their own lightsabers again um, at Savvy's Workshop in uh, Galaxy's Edge over in Hollywood Studios. So uh, if you guys don't know what this is, before all of uh, Galaxy's Edge was open, Tatooine Traders uh, had a area where you could build your own lightsaber. These ones were like a little bit more plasticky toy kind of thing, um, you know, something you duel around with the kids. But um, once uh, Galaxy's Edge opened and uh, more specifically uh, Savvy's Workshop opened um, within Galaxy's Edge, you were able to go in and really have an experience where you learned about the creation of the lightsaber and stuff like that. So that that is open um, starting today. So make sure you guys go check that out. Um, something really awesome to do. If I can give you a tip, make this one of the things that you schedule for later in the day. Um, I know with a family of five and three of us boys who wanted lightsabers, carrying those around all day at the park was not a lot of fun so you know if you can do that later in the afternoon i know obviously getting into galaxy's edge is a little tough a little bit less so now because of covid so um just you know definitely keep that in mind just to make sure that you have you know the right information in front of you but um other than that let's uh move along uh we we had a good run without cancellations last week and this week we have a few to talk about so one of the big ones is is there's a new temporary suspension on the fantasy until december 6th and the wonder until december 11th so that's between now and december 6th and between now and december 11th um if you don't know what the wonder or the fantasy are those are disney's cruise lines uh ships so those have, have announced those changes so make sure if you guys do have bookings there, you contact your travel planner or contact Disney Cruise Lines uh, directly to make sure that you have the right information in front of you and that you can get to you know all this accordingly. Um, other than that, we also have uh, some new cancellations at Disneyland. So Disneyland guests will be booking or with bookings between now and October 3rd. Uh, you will receive an email to modify or cancel your reservation. Make sure you reach out to a travel planner or to uh, Disneyland directly to... Uh, cancel or modify your arrangements uh, because of the way that Disney is protecting things you do have the option to uh, move uh, or cancel without any fees so that is a huge uh, benefit also a good reason to not necessarily stress booking a trip you know obviously taking vacation time school time off from school is a little bit tough but it can be moved uh, a lot less stressful than um, having to worry about losing money on a cancellation or modification so if you are nervous just keep in mind that you can modify or cancel with no cost um, so there's definitely a lot of added security there, and I think that's even up to day of. Um, so actually, probably not day of. I don't want to quote that. So make sure you obviously speak with a travel planner. Um, if we talk later, I can definitely look into that and uh, give you some of the information there. 
Um, let's see. So other than that, we're going to move on uh, pretty quickly here today. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. So before we get into the next topic, uh, let's uh, take a quick break to uh, hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. And welcome back. Special thanks to you guys, Pyre. It's these guys right here. Um, check them out. If you guys use code NerdCon1, you get a uh, 10% discount. So make sure you guys check that out. Definitely worth worth the uh, buy there. So um, moving on to the next segment of this episode. This is where Nick, or Disney Adams, that's me, um, talks about my top choices around the parks. Uh, my hopes is, is that this gives you guys some new ideas or new places that you want to check out. Um, so this week, I want to talk about my top three World Showcase pavilions. If you aren't familiar with World Showcase or their pavilions, World Showcase is the part of Epcot where they have separate pavilions that are set up like individual countries. Now, they even bring in cast members who are from those countries. They have multiple different um, setups like that. That Really, when you go into these, these lands and these areas, it feels like you are stepping foot into a different country. It's super neat. So I want to talk about my favorites, and I'll give you an idea why they are my personal favorites, and we'll go from there. So standing clearly for me at number one, and if you guys go to the 5-Minute Podcast um, Instagram, you will see lots of pictures of it all the time, especially this week. Um, my number one is always going to be Morocco. Uh, so the reason why is is the second, before you even get into the pavilion itself, but as you're walking around the World Showcase, you know when you're in Morocco. You see this big sand tower, um, or I'm not sure, stucco tower, um, and stuff like that. And it's just, it's super neat to see. Um, I personally enjoy um, the uh, aspect of the marketplace that it has. Uh, one fun fact is, is you can see Aladdin and Jasmine a lot of times there. Um, and also, the, the dining is great. I, I, I really enjoy um Moroccan food, uh, Middle Eastern food, and Mediterranean food, and it's just, it's a fun time when you go in there. Uh, I went into one of the shops a few years back, right after we had gotten my son his little Epcot World Showcase soccer ball, and obviously I'm the one who got to carry it, um, so the gentleman who was from Morocco came up to me and talked to me a little bit about soccer, and just how they, they play there, and how um, recreationally half pitch soccer is something that is played, uh, which I, I'm assuming is, well, not assuming, but, you know, sounds very similar to half court basketball where you cut the court in half, use one net as compared to one uh, hoop. And um, that's a big thing there. It's a lot more fast paced. He was an attackman or a forward. Um, so really helped him with his speed, stuff like that on, on an actual soccer pitch or a football pitch. If you're listening from the UK or pretty much anywhere other than America, um, but it, it was really neat. We talked forever and that, that's kind of the cool thing about Epcot is, is a lot of people are like, well, there's not a lot of rides or there's not a lot of shows. There are actually a lot of really good shows about each country, but, um, the experience there is really in the cast members and the people. Hey, Krista, nice to see you on. Um, and the, the cool thing about the, you know, these areas is, is that, like I said, they do bring in cast members who are from those countries. So you're getting a real experience. And um, something that we do as a family and that I kind of require of the kids is in each area, you have to learn how to say hello, goodbye, and count from one to three in their native language. And, and a lot of times out in public, when you have people from other countries, they are, you know, on vacation or they're, they're out for their own thing. So, so to ask someone to do that would be, you know, kind of rude. But when you're here, they're so excited and welcoming to do so. And, and, the gentleman, the cast member that I spoke with in Morocco really just kind of uh, 
exemplifies that. Another one was a, a young lady over in um, Germany, which her and I, I speak not fluent German, but I definitely speak enough to get by. It's been a long time since I learned it in school, so obviously less and less now. But um, uh, her and I talked, and I asked a few questions just to get a, certain genders and stuff like that right within the words I was saying. And it was really neat because she was very excited to have those communications. Um, you know, and obviously it's not like they aren't seeing other people who speak their language either because uh, Disney is a melting pot. Walt Disney World especially is a melting pot of all cultures coming together to see such a beautiful amusement park or set of amusement parks. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm kind of diverging here. But um, let's move on to my second pick for uh, top Epcot World Showcase pavilions. And my second pick is going to be Japan, the Japan Pavilion. Um, and here's why. Uh, even down to the outside... Uh, live music and entertainment that they have. Oh my gosh, the culture is there. Uh, I, almost every time we walk around the pavilion, we end up hearing the drums being played underneath the temple, um, the tall temple, which is the tower that you see there. Um, and the show they put on, the, the, the cast members who play this drum show are just, it's phenomenal. They do such a great job and it, it's not, I don't want to say it's rudimentary, but it's, you know, it, it's of period um, instruments so to be able to play them the way they do and play them together is is really neat to see um they they really have a good touch on japanese culture the first time i went it was all gundam and um you know mecca and all that kind of stuff and this is you know six seven years ago um in the little shops that they had there obviously they have a lot of japanese items they have a really neat area where you can actually pick out your oyster and um, when you do so, the gentleman behind the counter, gentleman or lady behind the counter, uh, then shucks said oyster and presents you with the pearl that's inside. And it's very neat. And this is actually where I got the idea to count from one to three as being one of the added things that I asked the kids to do over in Epcot is that he teaches you how to count to three in Japanese um, and in a really fun way for the kids. And you count to three and then he shucks it open and you, you see this beautiful pearl. And unfortunately the first year we did it, my daughter uh, lost hers on the way home. So, which is weird because we packed it away and it was in a bag, but I don't want to get into that. Um, so, you know, it, it's really a neat place there, but um, like I was talking about, as far as the culture is concerned is that um, it really has changed over the years as we've gone. Like, uh, and you see even in Japanese culture where it's more simple, uh, simple outfits and cutesy items, um, a lot more collectibles, purses, backpacks, different ways to accessorize um, some very, I want to say basic in an offensive way, but very basic clothing in the sense of color, um, fit, stuff like that. And it, it's a really neat, I, I really like the way that they're progressing with their uh, fashion, but um, that you see that transition as well in... Um, where they have like the little museum area to teach you about J Japanese culture and it's neat. And um, the cool thing about this too is, is you can get drinks like sake there. They have a really quick, uh, great quick service area to pick up some snacks. And they also have the, the sit down dining, especially for uh, the nighttime illumination shows uh, over uh, the uh, world showcase. It, it's just, it's, it's a great spot to have dinner. Um, the food's great from what I hear. I, I haven't had a chance to eat there yet myself, but uh, definitely something to check out. Definitely a lot of things there that have, added it to become my number two for today's top pavilions. Um, but let's move on to number three. So this one, I just admire the way the ride's done inside, everything like that. But uh, before I start talking too much about it, let's talk about what it is, and that is the Mexico Pavilion. So when you first get into show, World Showcase and you start on the left side, which is the way we do it because we're savages, 
um, the first pavilion to walk into is uh, Mexico. And as I was talking about before, having a great quick service area, this one takes the cakes. Uh, you get the Tex-Mex food, and it's right. So, it, like I said, if you take a left or if you're coming the opposite direction of World Showcase, if you start in Canada and work your way around, it'll be on your left. Um, they have right outside there. You can stop and grab snacks. They even, uh, before COVID, had a nice little sitting area, um, which you do have to pay for a, a, a fireworks show party uh, or seating to be able to sit at for the show. But, um it's great food and very, very quick. You can get uh, alcoholic beverages and margaritas, stuff like that there as well, which is great for when you start your uh, food and drink crawl around Epcot. I like always like to start with margarita there, you know, kind of kind of get the get the Epcot feelings going. And then, well, right when you turn and look at the actual Epcot Pavilion, it's it's I, I think a Mayan uh, it might be either Mayan or Aztec temple that you're looking at. And everything's built inside of this. And. The way they have it set, because you, you can even walk around the balcony of this, the entryway of this temple, and there's a few different entries, uh, entrances and exits uh, right there at the entrance, but um, and there's some walkways too. But um, you really you don't see the behind the scenes stuff. You don't see the square building that holds the ride or anything like that. You you feel like you're walking underneath this um, Central and South American style temple, and it's neat. And then you walk inside, and it's got like this dark feeling and not dark in the sense of scary but this dark like you're in a nighttime market that's about to explode in a celebration um and when you first walk in you know there's been different things there you know that i've seen uh sugar skull sculptures i've seen the uh, mayan calendar uh very large blown up mayan calendar right in the middle um of the 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 i guess you'd call that the foyer or the entryway which is like a little museum about mexican culture and um which actually i said south and central american obviously it's mexico so central american culture closer to north american but um it's super neat and then all of a sudden you walk into like i said this beautiful marketplace that has this nighttime skyscrape with a distant mountain and a restaurant right on the water and then you have the trace amigos ride i mean it's so cool and the food's there and the market, I mean, you're, you're walking through, you can buy sugar skulls, you can buy the little wooden uh, characters that you can make move depending on what part of their body you pull or, you know, string you pull. Um, they have the different ponchos and blankets and sculptures and bowls and ceramics. It's just magnificent in there. And you really feel like you are in this 1700s Mexican um, marketplace. Um, obviously updated 1700s marketplace but um and then the ride itself is one of the originals there and it, it, it's a great ride it's a nice sit down uh, you follow Donald Duck and his Trace Amigos um and it, it's a lot of fun so that's gonna be uh, hey what's up Go, what's going on Carlton good to see you on here buddy thanks for watching um so let's move on to the final part of these shows and that's where we talk about what's new on Disney Plus so starting off this week uh for new series on disney plus is once upon a time which is a tv series um kind of like a modern tween tv series about uh the different characters of the disney universe uh up next we have disney's becoming which is something i thought was really neat this is a docu-series that disney plus is doing and um it chronicles the origin stories of world-class entertainers musicians and athletes there's a lot of really cool episodes on there definitely a lot of content to check out um if you like sports or any of the disney I guess promoted athletes, stuff like that. Definitely check this out because there's a lot that you can learn about them. Um, then for a blast from the past movie that is out on Disney Plus this week, we have Bend It Like Beckham, which right behind me on this TV, once this is over, I'm going to get back. I'm about halfway through. You know, I'm going to watch it for nostalgia's sake. 
Um, so that's new on there. And then also there is the Mandalorian season two trailer uh, available on Disney plus check it out guys. You are going to be so excited. Uh, looks like we're going to get a little bit more comedic relief from uh, our young baby Yoda, also known as a child. Cause we know that this isn't actually Yoda's baby. And, um, for all of you who are excited for season two to come out again, that does start October 30th. So before we talk again, uh, yeah, before we talk again, that show will be out and we're going to have to talk about it. There's going to be a whole section that I'm going to put in here just about the Mandalorian makes the episodes a little bit longer, but it's about stuff we like to talk about. So we're going to do that. And guys, that pretty much has it for me as far as the Disney update this week. I would like to give a special thanks to Hashtag Razor Streamer for sponsoring NerdCon 1. That's right, guys. We are a Hashtag Razor Streamer, so make sure you guys reach out to us. Throw those hashtags out there for us. Give us lots of fires on our posts to help us grow more. That way we can start providing you guys with Razor discounts. Um, other than that, if you guys want to check out more from NerdCon 1 or the Disney Update, head over to Facebook, Instagram. We are also on Apple and iTunes, as well as anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And you can find us at www.nerdcon1.com. And guys, thank you so much for listening, and as always, we will talk to you next time.